0: This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP.
1: Good morning, I'm Alex Ty.
2: And I'm Claire Kimball.
1: It's Monday the 5th of June. In your Squiz today... India's train disaster, China and the US clash, Elon Musk is in the money, and some very fancy budgies. This is your Squiz Today. Claire, we're getting more details about the disastrous train crash in India on Friday that has killed at least 288 people and injured 700 more. It's the country's worst rail disaster in more than two decades. Officials have had a couple of days at the scene and they've issued a preliminary report that says a signal failure is to blame for the three-way train crash.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more about culpability for that crash as the days go on and they do more investigations. But what the officials are saying is that it's a passenger train that was diverted onto a track where a goods train was idling. Mm -hmm. Uh, It collided at full speed with that idle train and then it was derailed and at the same time a second passenger train was coming in the opposite direction, they collided and it also derailed and it's being described as the worst train disaster in India since 1995. Uh, What happened there was two trains collided near New Delhi and that killed 358 people. Now,
1: India has a long history of train disasters and it is a nation with a huge reliance on railways with around 25 million train passengers per day. But rail safety in India has actually been improving in recent decades.
2: Yeah, and that improvement in rail safety is being claimed as an achievement by Prime Minister Narendra Modi. He has overseen really big funding commitments and reports say about $44 billion worth in improving rail infrastructure there. He's also recently pledged more support for rail infrastructure. He, of course, is preparing for a general election next year, so it's part of that campaign. Campaign And over the weekend, instead of launching a new high-speed train in the country, uh, Modi travelled to this train crash. And that crash has led Indian rail experts to call for a greater focus on safety as India's rail network is refreshed.
1: While he was at the crash site, Modi also promised consequences for the crash, saying, quote, "...whoever is found responsible will be given the strongest punishment. They will not be spared." China's Defence Minister has had an outing Claire, and used a speech at the Shangri-La Dialogue to warn that a military showdown between the US and China would be, in his words, an unbearable disaster.
2: Yeah, so the Shangri-La Dialogue is held in Singapore and it's Asia's biggest security summit. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese was there on Friday night and he delivered a speech. He also talked about the need for China to be good neighbours with the region. Uh, Li Shangfu is China's defence minister. He was new in the job in March. So there were a lot of eyes on him. Uh, Some people said that he was quite restrained delivering China's message that it is going to defend its interests. Others, though, say that he was pretty clear. He talked about pushing back against jackals or wolves. He said that we will face them with shotguns. Uh, That's pretty clearly targeted towards the United States and other countries uh, that they have tensions with. It wasn't the only bit of argy-bargy between China and the US on the weekend. A Chinese warship came within 140 metres or so of colliding with an American destroyer that was in the Taiwan Strait.
1: And on that near collision in the sea, China said that the US is being provocative by being there, but American officials said that they're keeping one of the world's busiest shipping lanes open. There's another Elon Musk story, Claire, but this time we're not talking about something he's said or something he's done. Rather, the share price of Tesla has been soaring this year and that has turned Musk once again into the richest man in the world.
2: Yeah, so despite spending $44 billion on Twitter (laughs) uh, during that time, he also lost nearly $200 billion of his wealth over that year. Uh, Elon Musk has been climbing back in those wealth rankings, and in the past week, uh, what they reckon is that he overtook Bernard Arnault, who is the man behind the luxury brands, like Louis Vuitton, uh, as the world's richest man. So Musk doesn't have that record-breaking $300 billion that he once had, uh, but he's on around US $199 billion and I reckon that's probably pretty comfortable.
1: (laughs) Probably. And one online journalist had a bit of fun with this story, pointing out that Musk had been in China for two days where Twitter is banned and that he reclaimed his top spot at a time when he hadn't tweeted And the journalist suggested that Musk is most valuable when he's quiet. (laughs) If you're a Ted Lasso fan or a Ryan Reynolds fan who's been following Wrexham FC, or even if you're just a plain old soccer fan... It has been a huge week for Manchester City, who won the FA Cup over the weekend.
2: Yeah, so Manchester City beat Manchester United. Uh, they did that 2-1 in front of really packed Wembley Stadium. There's lots of different grades and lots of different tournaments in English football, but the FA Cup is this knockout tournament that allows any team to compete. They just have to be in one of the top 10 tiers of the formal competition. Uh, Manchester City's win puts them within striking distance of a really significant milestone, because last month they also won the English Premier League, which is the tournament of the very top tier clubs. Uh, They're also in the final this weekend for the European Champions League, and if they win that, they will have won what's known as the treble, which is a really incredibly rare feat.
1: The last team to win all three competitions was Manchester United, way back in 1999 when they had a player on their team by the name of David Beckham.
2: Yeah, I reckon I've heard of him.
0: A quick message now from our podcast partner.
1: Claire, I know you were very excited about the Australian National Budgerigar Council show to find the best budgie in Australia. It was held over the weekend, Claire. Why don't you tell us all about it?
2: <laughs> Alex, I went way too deep into this <laughs> yesterday. I've watched YouTube channels. I've searched the Facebook page. I've clicked through results. Uh, it really was quite exciting what happened in Ballarat on the weekend. Uh, there was one one competitor who was asked by the media to explain what makes a good budgie Mm. and he said that a good bird is a bird that stands nice on a perch at 30 degrees
1: 30 degrees has
2: a nice flow and presents himself as a showy bird
1: (laughs) that sounds incredibly specific and fun and if you want to get as deep as claire into the tournament or maybe not as deep we will post the winners in the show notes There's a dress rehearsal for alien contact underway, Claire. An artist has used a spacecraft near Mars to send a radio signal back to Earth.
2: So apparently this is part of an art project. It's also part research and it's part an online group project, but it's got sleuths from around the world working together to try and decipher the signal and crack the meaning of it.
1: There is a Discord channel working on it. As we speak. And I guess if they crack it and it has any good gossip in it, we will let you know.
2: (laughs) Could contain some very good secrets. (laughs) Squiz the day.
1: If you are an Apple user, then keep your eyes peeled for Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference this week, where they're expected to announce a virtual reality headset.
2: Yeah, there's usually some good gossip out of Mm. that as to what Apple is planning on doing. So that's definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, A good one maybe for Western Australians to look out for today. They're on a public holiday, so they've got a whole day to fill.
1: Good for them. That's it for today. But before we go, if you get value out of the Squiz Today podcast, then your friends probably would as well. So why don't you tell them about the show? We'll thank you and they will thank you. Okay, we'll be back with you tomorrow.